Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. G'day Jay, how are you today? I'm good. It's uh, it's me. It's going to be me. It is. It's... it's um. It's, well, there's not much else to say there. It's May. The year is hurtling past at a rate of knots. It's one third down. April is now history. That is March scary. March is becoming geography. February has become social studies. The cool change is here. We are transitioning. Um, or about, you know, halfway into autumn, which is pleasant. Well, indeed, and kind of weird since summer never really happened this year to us. No, no. Happened sort of for about a week after Christmas, and then it sort of was unsure as to whether it was sort of spring or autumn or a bit of both, and just sort of would leap out and rain at you, and you least expected it. Yep, it's uh, it's definitely been wet, but um, it's a it's an exciting time of the year. So we have, um, I think by the time you hear this, it will be May the fourth, just after May the fourth, and. So, yeah, happy Star Wars Day to all who celebrate. Or it may even be almost May the 4th if Richard's got in and done the editing in a timely fashion. Oh, we shall hope, see. Yeah, hope he works fast. No because stress, no, no pressure. You'll know whether I have or not by whether or not I've left this particular section into the, into the final recording, folks. Yeah. Did you buy anything for Star Wars Day? Uh... Haven't bought anything yet. Um, following the age-old maxim of you snooze, you lose, I went to bed early and as a result failed to manage to pick up the new executor. Um, I have not ordered an X-Wing, but I just don't have anywhere to store these things at the moment. We've got a lot mm. of... We've still got the sorting going on around the house um, and hopefully, I'd say in about a... In a couple of weeks, I hope we're going to have things a bit more in order because we're going away in a month and um, Rambling Brick's going on the road to visit Parades de Cura, amongst other things. Um, That's exciting. European summer. European summer. That will trump Melbourne winter. <laughs> it would. Very jealous. Very, yeah. very jealous. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't pick anything up myself. I think we had the same, um, you know, I had a... It's, had a big week and I'm still recovering from it. So um, yeah, I went a bit early before 12, thinking that, ah, she'll be all right in the morning. Star Lego Star Wars is a, you know, it's a tiny Lego niche, you know, that there'll be plenty of stock in the morning when I get up. Um, stroll on to lego.com and yeah, the executor is, was out of stock, which was disappointing, but it's not going to be too hard to get because I think here in Australia, it is a Toy World slash independent exclusive, I believe. I know it's a Toy World exclusive, but I'm not 100% sure whether independents get it or not. Um, and yeah, I didn't order the X-Wing. Um, I will eventually, or I won't because I've got the Red 5. But um, I would have ordered it in the morning. I would have been... I would have been lured to order it in, in the morning, but 
Australia ran out of the Death Star plans collectible coin um, GWP. So that was completely like wiped out just after midnight from from what I've heard. Um, and no coin, um, you know, Lego doesn't get my $370. At, at this stage. At this stage, at this stage. Um, so yeah, I was, um, yeah, empty shopping bags. I did hear, I'm not sure if you've seen this on social media, but um, the 1st of May was an absolute um, mess in the US. Like the, the site just like crashed. Like the site full on like just blew up. Um, they were like four, 504 errors, 502 errors. Like it was bad. And this like based on what I saw, what what I saw and what I read on Twitter and Facebook, um, people are not happy. These Star Wars fans, they've you know, they're not happy. They're not happy, and yeah. But is that is that surprising? Does that surprise you? Which that the which that um, Lego had a hard to get gift with purchase and as a result demand was high or that lego star wars fans are not happy yes or that or that or that the shop collapsed under the weight the, of shop, the shop collapsed yeah well it's that's quite not, rare that's quite rare i don't it, it only does it on black friday yep may the 4th whenever they launch something really exciting and desirable yep but as we as we discussed uh, like it has been a pretty strong made a fourth release with something for everyone and Look, it, 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 it is and I, I, i'm actually quite excited that a lot of the really cool releases are and from my point of view it's the executor's cool and the emperor's throne room and they are certainly not lego exclusives and they'll be um the others been available at one of our big box retailers so on sale on day one, which was interesting. Yeah, at that at the price that it should be, was... or the price that it would be if you weren't going to start banking in what you might do with your VIP points. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's look. I, I find I'm just losing the energy with Lego.com as a place to shop. Um, it's more just that everything. Oh, look, I think like everyone else, I'm starting to think, I'm now starting to think harder and harder about this due to just household storage crises. <laughs> you've, witnessed a... my ha- you've witnessed my household storage crisis. Jay, rather, you... Um... I've seen that. And I've, uh, this, this week I am um, about to push live on a smallish project, which is to increase my warehousing space. So I'm going to get a new storage unit with some shelves in it and I'm just going to put um, a lot of, I'm just going to put a lot of sets that I'm not going to take apart um, in that storage unit on shelves. Um, right. Yeah, because you never know when you need to reference an older set, which um, as Lego continues to expand their range, it's becoming, you know, more and more, I don't know, just useful to have old stuff on hand, like, I reviewed the Little Mermaid Royal Clamshell, and it was good to have like the mini dolls of Ursula and Ariel, and also the minifigures. Um, and that's you know mm. what that, ten years what what six six years ago, seven years ago, almost. Um, so, Twenty nineteen with the minifigures. Yeah, so I'm fine. I'm finding it uh, a challenge to you know just have stuff on display. So ho- hopefully, 
I will be able to rotate a lot of my displays out. And I just want to, you know, these days, I just want to display all my vintage sets. I don't care about the new stuff. I, I, I do care, but, you know. So, well, we're, um, we've had a lot of new sets. You said we don't care about new sets. We've had a lot of new sets revealed in this last week. Um, but look, I, I have to admit, I've, I've been doing a little bit of vintage shopping lately. So before we leap into the new stuff, Jay, what's the newest old set that you've picked up? Oh my gosh, where do I start? Um... Uh, just just list, list two if you like. <laughs> uh, I can't... <sighs> okay, I... And this this is new, so this was like literally like two days ago. I picked up a copy of one five nine two. Do you know what a one five nine two is? I do, but the other listeners may not um, may not quite know what that is, Jay. So why don't why don't you just tell tell them for their for their for their assistance? Sure, it is. He's the... trying to cover the fact that he didn't quite know off the top of his head himself. No, it is the town square castle scene from nineteen eighty. So, oh yes, yeah. when when town Lego town and Lego castle beautifully clash together, they are road plates. There is a, um, a section of yellow castle. There is a classic, uh, I'd say like Tudor style structure with town red slopes on it. There yep. is a procession with a brick built horse, some knights, a float. And also a four-wide car. Oh, fantastic! And also, and also a um, so what, what's that? What's that rare tree called? Is it a, a, a cypress? Cypress, yeah, yeah, and a cypress tree as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm I, I haven't got it. Um, I haven't got it yet, but I'm looking forward to putting it together. I've started to put some old town sets together because I've mm-hmm. started to, you know, fall in love with four wide cars, four wide race cars. Um, so yeah, I've been just kind of obsessed with four wide cars in town recently. That's fair. That's fair. I think there's something to be said for that. I, um, I went to a vintage toy fair in town yesterday and i picked up a copy of 6492 the tom oh. cruiser's hypno cruiser very good which um which i i think is timely and we'll explain this more later and i also picked up a that has a that has a that has a monkey and a ice planet helmet in it amongst many other things otherwise yes it does look like you've um picked it up off the it's been made out of pieces swept up off the factory floor um which is i think in part in my mind part of the um height of that whole theme the other thing that i picked up yesterday was a copy of tigura's raw seven four double one an adventurous set from 2003 which features what I'm going to describe as a proto big fig, um, as well as Professor Lightning running for his life as the um, wooden pathway from the temple collapses underneath him as he makes a break for it. Ah, um, some, of, some of the play features in in that set are just terrific for just for something that's a relatively small, simple set. 
but uh, but we digress because we'll move out from talking about the past now and talking a bit more about the future. Jay, you've seemed to have had a whole lot of themes reveal themselves over the last few days. Where do you want to start? All right, where do we start? So there is a... Um, we will be talking about, I think, one of LEGO's big priorities this year, um, a new team um, right at the end. So you, def- def- you definitely want to stay um, stay on for that. But let's start with the... Let's start. Let's start with with, with some with some bangers. Uh, so we've got some new creator tree in one uh, revealed. Two big sets, I would say. Creator tree in one big sets revealed. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have pricing yet, and I don't think we have release dates yet. And I feel like these would be an August release. I feel like June is a bit too early for creator tree in one. Like based on based on historical. Mm. Um, releases, Trin One tends to, they they tend to split up the wave, so we get a few builds. Um, say in like June, we'll get maybe some in like, and then we'll skip July, and then we'll get the bigger range in August. And August is traditionally a, um, a, a pretty big release window as well. So you got a lot of stuff coming in June, and then you have uh, a lot of stuff coming in August as well. So I I would say these are these these look like August releases. So we've got two sets yes. there that you mentioned. Yes, the Main Street and the Space Roller Coaster. The Main mm-hmm. Street, it's got a little. Can I say it's almost got a little bit of a frenzy, a little bit of a nine a two thousand twenty two friends Main Street kind of a vibe to it. Is that being? Yeah, overly, I think so. Overly um, simplistic. No, I think it's 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 definitely had some inspirations from Lego Friends. There is a, I mean, for, for for the primary model. So these are your typical created tree in one scale buildings, like yep. the noodle house, like the um, was it the holiday house, getaway house that we had earlier this year. So, um, not not super detailed, but they've definitely stepped up the designs a notch. The facades are a lot more interesting and vibrant. There's some really great use of colors. Absolutely, um, and that's that's the thing that sort of inspired me to make that comment is that it yeah. does look so. It is very colorful, yeah. Which is you know, I think traditionally with created tree in one houses and buildings they've been fairly muted. Like you know, you would see them predominantly being you know white or tan, whereas this one has a has a huge splash of colors, from teal to orange to pink, and. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've, we've certainly seen s- some some splashes of primary colours added in with the Creator Three in One sort of downtown sets over the last few years. But yeah, this one's just got a few extra bright bright accents, and I'm yeah. loving the use of some wheel arches, um, sort of over the top of over the top of windows as well as um, some other interesting recolors of, of various parts parts around. And it looks like you've got something like one, two, three, four, five, six minifigures, mm-hmm. including a rooftop band, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the low-profile wheelchair of Rista and a few kids running around up to yeah. no good. 
there, there, there is one thing that does um where 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 the friends reference comes into play, and this is a this used to be a friends trademark where all the buildings had brick built objects attached to the front as signage, and you have a big Lego coffee mug out the front of what I think is like a cafe. So that's that's definitely riffing on friends. I think that yeah, we've we've seen that sort of thing being done over the last five years in other hmm. in other sets in this in this range as well, though. Yeah, but we've also got the um the the hotel sign on the taller outside the taller facade that's brick built. Um, dots aren't dead. You know, dots, dots, just dots dot esque. Dots aren't dead. They're just spelt funny. Yeah, and yeah, I. I can see the comparison with friends, but I think looking at the design, this is this is this is obviously quite a, um, I would say complex and pretty sophisticated design. I would say for a creator tree in one set, um, to me they look like proto modulars. Um, if you yeah, if if you look back at the start of the modular building series and you look at, you know some of the buildings here they they could pass off as modulars like if you would have launched this set as part of the creator expert range let's say 10 years ago nine eight years ago people would be people oh yeah people would be impressed i think yeah um no i i agree but i think it's now you know they've they've almost made it so they've just got to keep upping the ante um Say second half each year, we get get some great downturn for the last. Gee, it must be for about the last eight years. I think about twenty fourteen or so, almost nine, maybe ten years. We've had some great downtown um, retail precinct type sets in the Creator Three in One range, and part of me is suddenly left wondering if this is almost a little tribute. Um, to that, but uh, don't take my word for it. <laughs> nah, I think that's pretty. That's pretty fair. Yeah, I just, I just don't know whether I'm getting too carried away there or not. But I yeah. think, um, let's say, Creator Three and One has just uh, been providing some great inspiration for people building building downtowns for the last, for the better part of the last decade or so. Yeah, this is definitely a step up. And if you look at the two alternate models, there is a, a a really tall, like observation tower or like a skinny skyscraper almost. Yep. And also, what's 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 the building like? A music shop, DJ shop, archway. I don't know what it is. It looks cool. The orange one. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. There's a music shop, and I think it's just like a. Go and buy your sheet music and your instruments. Yeah, it's a bunch of a shop, and bunch, then bunch that looks like a record shop. Yeah, so yeah. next to the coffee with the band on the roof. Yep. Yeah, that definitely looks cool. And you know, being created tree in one, it's going to be value for money. So I think this will be very, very. Um, this will do reasonably well, I think, for those who want a big set but don't want to you know stretch into lego icons lego 18 plus territory and it's a good way to introduce younger builders to more complex building techniques and it's it's a nine plus set it's um i look forward i'm curious to see what that's going to cost ultimately 
Um, the other one that we mentioned is the Space Roller Coaster, which features our favourite roller coaster oh, track. That was fantastic. Dark green. It really looks like it needs to be turned into a monorail. And looking around at these images, you've got some brick-built planets and and asteroids looming around. You've got a like a space training base. You've got a rock wall with alien tentacles bursting out of it. You've got some more brick-built signage and a Saturn one and a moon Mars rover. And then you've got a little coin-operated rocket ride being flown by Baby Benny. Baby so, Benny, he's back. Part of me is wondering he's if this means, back. does this mean you'll be able to find a space baby on the pick-a-brick wall by the end of the year? Well, I hope so. I'm just I'm just wondering. There's my my estimation, just a wild stab in the dark. But that that's that's the other that's what I'm wondering. Hmm. The set also has a sort of chair lift and drop kind of a ride with space shuttle theme, as well as a UFO round. This is like the third set in the last five years that's featured like a UFO fair ride, fairground ride. Mm. Um, I mean, it's very dynamic and visual, so I can see why they, you know, it's an easy and reliable mechanism. Mm. Which is and which is what you want for a for a for a set like this. Yeah, I'm just remembering when the whole nostalgia path was kicked off with Creator Three and One a few years ago. Now, approaching quite a few years ago, when they did the pirate roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So space pirates. We haven't had a castle roller coaster yet, have we? Not quite yet. I uh, guess that's uh, that's 20, that'll be twenty twenty five. Yeah, it's this this one is really cool because this one feels like a a pretty good fairground set, especially especially if you buy three sets and you build all three models and you display them all together. Mm. Though we, we did have a Ferris wheel in twenty one in. Um, yeah. Oh, we did get a loop coaster. Sorry, I forgot the loop coaster from last year. Yeah, That's I was going to say fair. we had the loop coaster from last year. I think um, it's fairgroundy, but so this this is this is the off year, and next year we'll probably. I wonder if we'll get a new coaster of some description. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah this this one looks this one looks fantastic. I I I I love it. It has yeah all the all the space nods, space baby, plenty of rides. Um, yeah, this, this this just looks fun. Say no more. Excellent. Now, in the meantime, we're also celebrating oh, hundred years of hundred years of Disney this year, and we've been seeing all sorts of things. Every month, up. we've had a new we've had a new Disney release like every month consecutively. So we've we've got a couple. We we saw the royal clamshell for the Little Mermaid unveiled earlier in the week which um or late last week i beg your pardon which certainly takes in tropes from the or image imagery and characters from the new live action it's funny how you say this live action mermaid movie because it's not really (laughs) going to be that live action it's going to be half animated as yeah um just made to look slightly more live action um that's going to be a bit 
polarizing in its own right, just simply due to the fact that yeah. that um, it's not based on the 1990s cartoon that everybody knows and loves. Um, but we've had some more more Disney Disney Marvels um, revealed, Jay today. Yeah, we have a we have yet another Marcos Besser special, um, with the villains icon set. So it's riffing on the Hogwarts icons, where you're building brick built icons or items or artifacts from the Disney cinematic universe, um, but with a with a special focus on villains, um, because most of Disney has been you know princesses. Um, heroic characters this this one's on uh on 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 you know this one's just purely for the villains which is which is great so get a couple of uh storybooks you get a vhs tape of you know you get a vhs tape which is you know like you said very early 90s little mermaid everyone had a you know bunch of disney vhs tapes um and if you had the right edition some of them have gone up quite nicely in value too yeah that's what i heard um, yeah, you have a you have a poison apple from Snow White. You've got the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. You've got um, we've got a few minifigures included as well. We've mm-hmm. got Maleficent. We've got Gaston. We've got Jafar. We've got the um, I'm going to say the the Wicked Witch in Old Crone disguise from Snow White. Mm-hmm. Um, who's not otherwise made a minifigure appearance previously. Maleficent we've seen before. Jafar we've not seen in his red genie form. And Gaston, oh, he just looks like a... Um, he, I'd love to see what the back of his... If he's got that ridiculous ponytail. On I hope so. Certainly hope I hope so. And um, the apple looks like it pulls that, like it opens up to reveal stop. things. Yeah, I, I, I feel like all the, I feel like some of the books. So you've got a Beauty and the Beast book. You have Sleeping Beauty and you have Aladdin. So it looks like they all open up to house the minifigures, which is, which is quite clever. Mm. Um, and then we've also got a sort of a gold clock. Um, as well, so uh, yeah. look, it, it's it's a different and interesting looking set. It's got fifteen hundred pieces. It's being released June, first June. of June. Yep, I think Australia yeah. is getting it in July. Of course, we are. Yes, um, um, all the Disney stuff is delayed, so I think the clamshell is delayed here by a month as well. Oh, now um, does this mean we should be able to find the Disney minifigures in Australia now? No, delayed. So that's June. That's June. Oh, the rest of the world is now. Yes. But they were arriving early in other places, so they've had them last week. Okay, good. I've lost track. Yep. I'm starting to... I, th- I think this staggering is... You know, it's just a sign of where the rest of my head's at at the moment, but um, I'm just losing the that's word right. to chase them all. It's, uh, and... it's the first of the month. Um, there's, there's a lot dropping and a lot that is to drop, so... Okay, so better keep moving. And we've also got Disney Duos, um, which has got a whole lot of sort of, can I, I can't quite call them 
B grade, or, you know, B character pair sidekicks. 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 Excellent from a whole from a few films, and they look they're very cute with um, just small detail. I was going to say small detail builds, but um, I'm just looking there, and Luminaire Luminaire's looks like he's probably about looks like he's probably about 15 studs across, so he's not that tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, lots of cute small brick built animals and. It's very creator treat one in that you're using very, uh, I'd say, common um, bricks to build very simple, um, cutesy animals. Kind of a kind of a combination between creator treat one and those seasonal GWP, uh, GWPs or seasonal sets that we get. The big difference being that we have printed elements here. Some are printed, some are some are stickers. So I think Squirt from Finding Nemo, that's the um Oh yep, the forward the there is. Yeah. But like if you look at Lumiere's face and Cogsworth's face, um, those look like prints. We have new um we have new eyes, I think. What's what's a dog's name? Percy from Pocahontas. Um, his his face or his snout is print. Uh, is 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 a sticker. So a bit of both here and there, but it looks like a decent amount of printed. Yeah, pieces. not not too bad. And you you're getting you know eight mini models. Um, and I think and this this one is fantastically priced. Like and I'm not four, sure. If... And four Disney one hundred well, bricks. Yeah. This, this is fantastically priced. This is what sixty three dollars. We don't know the price in the US and the UK, but that sounds like a forty. I think you mentioned eighty dollars Australian. Is it eighty or sixty two? Well, you wrote seventy nine ninety nine in your blog post, so I can only go by that. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, I made a mistake on Instagram. Whoops. Anyway, yeah, seventy nine ninety nine. That's like ten dollars. So that's like a like a poly bag almost a poly bag ish or a small creator between one set poly bag per character yeah great price great price excellent be a great thing for family to sit down and put together yes with with their their kids fantastic well we better keep moving forward and because we're getting into new theme reveals as well so let's start with the one in the distant in the distance and um that'd be gabby's dollhouse now jay do do you know what gabby's dollhouse is don't have Um, to you can't can't google it you can't does this mean anything to you um it would not have meant anything to me had i not seen it come up in some Lego news feeds this week. So I'm going to gather that it's based on an animated series produced by Dreams work, DreamWorks and um, available on Netflix, I guess, that involves Gabby and kittens. Mm-hmm. Anything more than that, I'm just going to be reading straight from your text, so I'm not going to be... I'm not going to fall for that, I'll just say. Yeah, so it's a wildly popular... Um, TV series aimed at toddlers, like toddlers. So not even kids, like toddlers. Like this is stuff you put, um, it's bright, it's colorful, it's got a mix of like CG animation and um, hu- human live action characters. So, like Gabby's played by a real um, like teenager or, or girl. 
think she's a teenager now. Um, and yeah, it is it is huge. They are, there's there's a new season out. They're up to season seven, and at least from so I've I've got a lot of friends with like toddlers and very young kids and like Gabby's dollhouses. They they they're all obsessed with it. There are tons of Gabby's dollhouse sets that you can buy at the toy store. So if the next time you're in a big um you know you're in a big toy store, just keep a lookout. There's 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 like big there's like a big Gabby's dollhouse which is essentially her yeah. It's like a little dollhouse and the the whole premise of the show is that she shrinks down and plays in the dollhouse with her little cats. It I is very like- cute. I can see it now. Having heard about it, I will not be able to unsee it next time I go into the shop. Yeah. Um, fantastic. And the fact that there is, in fact, a 498-piece 4-plus set, which just stops short of 500 pieces, I know, but it's got so many gorgeous-looking graphics in. Um, so they'll all be printed pieces. We've got some of those fantastic two by two rounded end tiles uh, in white, and yep. I can just see. Um, they're just they're, that's a part whose time whose time is coming. They're, we're going to really get our head around how to use that over the next year or two. Hmm. Um, but it's lots certainly of new, lots of new. Um, all of like all of the Gabby, uh, all of the cats are new molds, which is super exciting. Gabby has a new outfit in nearly all the sets, um, which is really cool. Oh, and just so looks like a lot of fun. So the inner completionist is going to have a lot of pester power. Yes, but if if your kids are into Gabby's dollhouse, that's almost a given because you buy the dollhouse and all the rooms are empty, so you have to buy all the other rooms and attach them into the dollhouse. Them to collect all the characters. So, again, if 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 you're a fan of Gabby's Dollhouse, I know because my daughter's obsessed with Gabby's Dollhouse, and I watch it sometimes as well. Like it's pretty, it's pretty cute. Um, and it's yeah, it's 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 well made. The series is made by DreamWorks, um, for Netflix. So, mm-hmm. a lot of pedigree there in terms of kids animation prowess. Absolutely, and. Yeah, I think this is a. I think this is going to be a sleeper hit. Fantastic! Yeah. If right. you're not a parent or if you don't interact with toddlers, this means absolutely nothing. No, but it looks like there could be some fun, fun, shiny, translucent colors available. Um, should you ever find these sets on clearance or some crazy prints, yes. um, if you're. I just love Cakey. So he's a cat. And he's also a cupcake. He's a cupcake cat, and his name is Cakey. It's great. I honestly don't know how to respond to that knowledge. That, that's all right. If if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And if you don't, then your kids have probably grown up. And that's yep. all right. Um, well, I suppose then, moving on to our last... Oh, No. I was going to move on to the big last big reveal, but the, the other thing that we saw last week is the August Donkey Kong Super Mario sets, which are all, sorry, the August Super Mario set release. Um, it looks like we're going to have at least four Donkey Kong-based sets as well. Um, we've got... Um, give me some feedback. Should we be talking about this or not? <laughs> 
No, Doki Doki seems fine. Yeah, I think we can we can touch on it. It's it's definitely the most interesting Super Mario expansion wave because it, it you know we're, we're we're going to Donkey Kong Country. We have a new um, it's not a new character, but it can interact with Mario, Luigi, or Princess Peach. You can ride Donkey Kong, carry them around. But otherwise, it seems to expand on a lot of the mechanics from that we saw develop with Peach from the sharing bananas. They're picking bananas from the tree and sharing them with um, Donkey Kong and the others. You can stop off and talk with the others. You can dance with Dixie Kong on stage. You can go and talk with Cranky Kong or go for a ride in uh, Diddy Kong's minecart, which gives me flashbacks of one of my favourite Mario Kart levels. That's what happened Possibly. to the Temple of Doom set. This is they, you know, they they scrapped it, and it's now a Donkey Kong minecart set. There we are. That makes perfect sense. I wondered that there, there's an answer. I, I'm it's just lost yes, in translation. I, you know, someone said yeah. Donkey Kong minecart, and someone accidentally sketched and mocked up a Temple of Doom set. So yeah, common yeah, mistake. They, common Diddy, mistake. Diddy Kong Molaram. Only their mothers can tell the difference. Um, I, I like this. Um, if you've played a lot of Donkey Kong or like Smash Brothers, um, the characters, or, 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 or Mario Kart, the characters are endearing, and I actually like the characters. They look really good. Whereas previous like Mario expansion sets, you would get like the hero character in those expansion sets would be a vi- um, an enemy that you would stomp on, or like a penguin. Yep. Whereas these are named characters that are quite important in the Donkey Kong mythos. Yep. So they definitely feel substantial. I'm not a fan of the price. Like, if you look at the price of these sets, they are just horrific. I feel like they're baking in a 50 or 40% inevitable discount. But... Well, that- that's okay because that's what they inevitably have. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. The, the the pricing seems a bit much for me because you're not getting a new electronic Donkey Kong figure. So I don't know. They, they, I suppose they, I suppose what we do need to offset is the fact that while the starter sets remain fairly constantly priced, there is a development. There there is a very real cost in developing um, play mechanics for mm-hmm. a given a given set. So for every set that is released, you've then got a certain definite period of time that's been invested in um, developing the playability of that within within the game. And so much we saw it with Princess Peach, but we're seeing it here as well. These aren't necessarily levels designed to help you rack up coin as you play through the game per se. These are as Mm -hmm. much levels for you to just let Mario or Luigi or Peach just hang out with some some of the the Kongs and um, just hang out and do stuff and play and and share, which is just – it's really just sort of promoting – that bit of play yeah. rather than competitive point scoring. 
Yeah. The models look a lot more fleshed out and more substantial than your typical expansion set, which is, you know, you know, still a bit of a circuit and, you know, an obstacle or a playable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. And I think, I wonder if part of that is because a lot of, not all of the Donkey Kong games, but certainly most of them are sort of from that 3D graphics era. Mm-hmm. And so they've always appeared to be that bit more fleshed out mm. um, as opposed to Super Mario, which started his life as a 2D platformer. Um, and so I, I think it's it, it makes sense that they feel that bit more fleshed out and a bit more naturally 3D, whereas sometimes the branched pathways in the Mario expansions just felt... Uh, I won't say a little force. They're part of what gives the game its character. Hmm. Um, there isn't a barrel. Do you notice? There that, is a barrel. I, I think I saw a barrel. But but not like you would you would expect a Donkey Kong. Um, you would you would expect a Donkey Kong like expansion team or wave to have a lot more barrels. I've just had another look at the. Um, images from the box set and Diddy Kong's minecart ride tucked away. There are a couple of barrels around the track that are just containing bits and pieces like shovels and bananas, but inside the plane there is a bar, there is a barrel with a code on the end, so it, it's certainly not a quality throwable, rollable barrel like we may have come to expect with the Donkey Kong Jr. Game & Watch back in the day. It's very small, but yes, it is. It is a. It is a barrel. It, it's. It's not. I, I'd have thought they might have done one a bit larger for the purposes of uh, of of a Donkey Kong set. Mm-hmm. But anyway, on to our feature presentation. Oh, I'm getting very sleepy, Jay. No, this segue's not working. <laughs> sweet dreams. <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight. Sweet dreams. And this week. This week we have finally seen the official announcement of Dreams. Codename Titan, Project Titan. I Project Titan. This, this was uh, this was called. Um, yeah, it is the it is a birth of a new original Lego team, which is something to be celebrated. Um, it's always an exciting. Um, yeah. It's all, 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 Always an exciting moment in history when we get a new Lego team. It is, and this is looks quite crazy. We've got. A, how would you describe Lego Dreams? Let's describe. How would it. I describe Lego Dreams? I would describe Lego Dreams. Well, let, let's start off by saying that this is a series. This this is a theme that's going to be associated with. Uh, animated series it's going to be available on youtube which removes accessibility issues of Mm -hmm. local pay television or streaming service availability it is very colorful and um fantastical sorry fantastical fantastical i think that's a fan that that is an awesome choice of word there i to me it feels like um, just looking looking at the early imagery from it, it looks to me as though 
video hidden side and nexo knights got together and created an app free love child hmm. don't 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 disagree with the characterization <laughs> Uh, but I feel like there is also a and much then. more balanced aesthetic to it in that there are, you know, it's not just action. It's not just good guys and bad guys. There are, there's, there's some really like, like elves type, um, elves type inspirations as well with some of the settings and characters. Yeah. You know, there's some cutesy animals, so I feel I feel like it's very, I feel like it's very broad. This is this is one of the first, you know, first original Lego themes that that seem like it's trying to appeal to a a more general kids audience and not just you know boys who want to play with space knights and space, um, yep. you know, space villains or ninjas or um ghost hunting teenagers this one feels a lot more balanced um and if you look at the makeup of the characters as well there is you know there's 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 a really nice mix of characters yeah Um, yeah that's that's the vibe i got at least and then the positively terrifying slender man child catcher mashup is that grim keeper the cage monster yeah yeah, I mean, oh. if they're dreams, they are nightmares. So yeah. you know that that certainly sets up a nice, you know, adversarial um, dream world. Mm. But yeah, so if you look at the box, there is right in front there is a prominent badge or sticker that says "Watch Series Online." So there is going to be an animated series that's on YouTube as well that will you know that will be a companion to the team in you know in in i would say in 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 the fashion of ninjago where the cartoons or animated series are i would say this is where you get the story and the lore behind it yeah context for you know what's going on with these crazy builds and models mm. and we've got we've got a mixture of and I think we start. Sorry, and I think we start off with our first episode that on the fifteenth of May, and then in a few months we'll start to get a few more episodes mm. surfacing um, on the Lego Kids YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Um, so, how many sets do we have in our first wave? We have ten. Ten sets. Ten sets. So, and... Pretty big wave, I would say, of sets. It, but I think when you've got a when when you've got sort of a big bang launch, and this is certainly a big bang launch in the um, eyes of the company. I think mm. it's got um, you. You want to have a good size range. We've got sets ranging in price from uh, twenty one dollars US up to one hundred and forty. And a whole range of things in between. You've got some sets that appear as just fantastical creatures or situations, and then you've got some that just look like bonkers mashups. Um, yeah, where do you want to start talking about the sets, Jay? 
yeah, it's it's very kid like as well. And because this is aimed at kids, I feel like the the designs are kind of like the crazy things that you used to build as a kid when we didn't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe or you know a hundred different blockbusters a year, and you just you know kind of build your own crazy um, designs. And definitely, it's it it feels like the Lego designers and the design team that worked on this were essentially just given a blank canvas of like what do you know kids dream about the good the bad the nightmares the happy dreams explains all the teasers but yeah we we have a combination of characters and that exist in the series in both an awake and a dream state and and mm-hmm. it's this shared dream state that um, has brought us some truly crazy. When when you're talking about the giant bunny on roller skates as one of the more normal looking yeah. um, models in the series, um, you know that you're possibly in for something particularly creative. I'm wondering yeah. if. I like the giant bunny. That looks like a, a stuffed toy come to life, and it's a it's a it's a giant bunny mech with roller so skate cars. That's yeah. So that's Izzy and Bunchu the bunny. That's one of the twenty one dollar US sets. Seven one four five three. There's also seven one four five four, which is Mateo and Z Blob the robot. Which um, Mateo is an artist that. That we've seen in the um, in the teaser trailer for the series, and he's created a little character called Z Blob. And the next thing you know, he's made Z Blob a mech, and he's running. They're running around, saving the day together. It's um, a new it's a new Lego team, so you got to have mechs. So you do so. need to, you do need to have mechs, it's, but it's sort of like you've got his and her his and her mechs in yeah. the. Um, I like I like this Z blob character. It's like a it's like a you know like a, a, a blob of gl- a blob of trans trans green sludge. Yeah. Sentient sentient trans be trans green sludge with a friendly pair of eyes and he turns into an awesome mech. Yes, please. We have a couple of sets that feel... Let's talk about the cars. Let's talk about the crazy cars. Yeah, say, we've got some crazy vehicles that just look like you got distracted from building one model and then went on to build another. Um, yeah, 71458, the crocodile car. There's not much you can say about that other than it's a blue and yellow crocodile that's got a racing car built over the middle of it mm-hmm. where its normal torso would be. It's every bit as crazy as that sounds and i love it um and then you've also got um you know a couple of little bad guys on motorbikes um which is pretty cool and then there is also mrs castillo's turtle van which is literally a sand green and white camper van legally not a volkswagen combi food truck Built over a tortoise. Well, a turtle, I guess. 
Well, uh, yeah, the, the tortoise is erupting from the wheel. The, the 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 legs are erupting from the wheel. So there's yep. like a big green cactus cat on it that shows up in a number of sets as well, which is well, it it looks it looks like a food truck, but in fact, it's Tortuga's Dreamcraft Shop. Yeah. Um, and oh Mrs. yeah. Yep. Mrs. Castillo appears to turn up in a couple of other sets in if you look at mrs um castillo she is not your typical minifigure she is like it's like a new like shorter dress piece that's not not quite sure what it is it's hard to tell from the product photos but it has like big arms attached to it so not your typical minifigure arms with elbows no they look they all look almost like some of the arms that you've seen in in the mario, mario sets yeah. don't they yeah um, standard clip on the end, but they they just sort of plug into the shoulders. Yeah, it's um, like a medium medium length as well. So it's it's just like her body's just one piece. Then with a minifigure head and hair on top. Yeah, mm. that does look. I was just seeing that now. That does look strange and interesting. And Z Blob as a character has also got quite an interesting. I'm just yeah, going to describe it, him. He's got, got a sort of a blob-shaped trans green that goes on top of a sort of almost a baby figure-sized. It's like the body uh, of like a Lego teddy bear. That's yeah. The, like I feel like they've 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 used, you know, some of that <laughs> as well. Um correct. Like I might be I might be wrong, but I believe that there are alternate builds as part of dreams as well. So we, um, I got, I got the opportunity to speak to the, um, some of the people that worked on dreams. And I believe like, you know, this combi van food truck, you can just build a regular combi van and then you can also then transform it into like a dreams version Mm. where it becomes a turtle van. So I think the inspiration comes from, they're looking at all these things in their, um, in, in the waking world and in, when they when they dream or when they dreams, they you know they then take on these fantastical fantasy forms. So certainly in the some of the images that we've seen, um, they do also give you choices as to the direction mm. you might take the build. As far as decorating, you go towards a bird or a butterfly here with Mm -hmm. this next part of the build or do you make this a food do you make this a food truck or do you make it a flying machine um so it does look like it's certainly setting out to create or to again to provide i I suppose you'd almost call them prompts to creativity Mm. Um, sort of providing kids with creative prompts and uh, trying to get them to explore different ways, to give, give them creative confidence mm-hmm. um, to just go out and create things that are a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's these, um, I really like this fantastical treehouse. So, again, this is a, this is a, concept that lego have done quite a bit with especially around lego friends and i think elves as well where you have a tree house but this is just a it's got blue leaves it's got different rooms and different parts of the tree house there's a it's like a 
toothy um, Venus flytrap looking thing. The mm. uh, post box has come alive and it's, you know, a robot. There's some um, like mushrooms and like mushroom people at the bottom um, in that new... Well, I'm not sure what they what they're gonna call these things. Like this little, I don't know, beings. Very interesting. Um, the enemy, yeah. And then you have, you know, it's they're, they're under attack by some, you know, like nightmare creatures, which look kind of goofy but look kind of cool at the same time. And we we appear to have some of these characters appear in sort of different forms, so that. The uh, Grim Keeper Cage Monster appears in a sort of a smaller scale in the in the treehouse. Um, yeah, but it's a much more developed character in the other, and sort of the villains have sort of got a great black and crimson with white accent and a little bit of sp- that spring yellow-ish mm. green. Um, sort of highlights on their models, and so we, we see that with God. Oh, there are a couple that are sort of villain focused. There's a there's the Grim Keeper. There's the Nightmare Shark Ship, which mm-hmm. is does what it says on the box. It's a ship built on the back of a flying shark. That looks crazy. That that, that looks just absolutely bonkers. This may or may not have inspired me in any way to start hunting down time cruisers sets at the um, vintage. Toy I can fees, see the. Uh, I can see the. Yeah, I can see. I can see. I can the see the pedigree. Like Nightmare Shark Ship. So this is a ten plus set. I think most of the other sets are eight plus, seven plus. Oh, sorry, seven plus, nine plus, eight plus. This 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 one leans slightly um, older, and it just looks crazy. It's like a skeletal shark with a ship. Built on it, there's like a giant like Eye of Sauron, um, from that from the Nightmare King. Nightmare King is it in there? That looks crazy. Looks huge as well. Mm. And then you have the Pegasus Flying Horse, which is the like the Nightmare King's steed. And if you look at the background, like there's 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 certainly some sort of like rescue element because you have these, um. You know these characters, and they're asleep, but they're being captured. They've been somehow. captured, and this yeah. appears in a few a few of these sets, and uh, and they're yeah. dressed in they're dressed in like pajamas. Yeah. Um, so it seems like, you know, once we once we see the episodes, it might make a bit more sense. But it seems like this nightmare king is you know capturing kids as they sleep or dream or have nightmares um, mm. to Matteo and his brave friends to rescue them. One of the things that I'm seeing here, there is a bird that is using some new elements as feathers, but we've also seen the seeing these in the new Donkey Kong sets as palm leaves in tan, in regular green, but also in, um, I'm going to call it teal, or you may call it medium bright turquoise, or a lot of these sets feel like they'd be Elf sets with minifigures. Yeah, I can and see slightly the, more drama. I can see the I can see the connection there, and I think the if you look at seven one four five nine stable of dream creatures, so that's a um, you know there's 
don't think there's a lot of conflict here. There's a there's a stable of um, yeah, dream creatures. There are more of these mushroom creatures. Yeah. There's this um, stag that's made out of um, like um, fl- flowers. Yeah. My, my son asked me if that was a Pokemon. I I think there's a I think there's a there's there's definitely a Pokemon a stag creature that um, changes form based on the season. Mm, and certainly, um, but this this looks like it's using sort of the orange and teal as a color theme, which actually works remarkably well as a combination. Combination, yeah. and yeah, it's got some fantastic uses of plants. You'd almost think they'd been moonlighting with the um, botanicals. And I'm wondering if this is a new spiral element that we're seeing as well. It is. Some sets in white and some in green. Oh, sorry, it is a new element. I think lime yellow. Yeah, and. Oh, there's Mrs. Castillo again. Some more of these mushroom kids and Z Blob. And I'm afraid to ask what this. They're called Dreamling Mushrooms. I'm That's what fra- they're called. I'm afraid to ask what this cat faced green thing in the barrel is. We'll find out. It's a, it... Hey, Richard, it is a cat. Cat. Catus. A cat. Okay, of course. It's... There you go, of course. Of course. Oh, that's okay. Well, I don't know why I was afraid to ask that now. It all makes sense now. It's a cactus. <laughs> One of the things that I am loving looking at the minifigures is the hair moulds on the human characters. On everyone. Um, all the villains are more, not so much hair, but why is there a chimpanzee flying the spaceship? Um, well, we saw that in the um, we saw that in the, in, in the, short, in the trailer. A, the chimpanzee yeah. has a name. The chimpanzee's name is Albert, of course. Of course, of course. Um, fun fact: if you look at the um, if you see these like the like the little like bad guys, they have the best names. I'm not sure if you've noticed or you've gone that deep, but I'm 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 struggling to read them on the um, corner of the. So the the one with the pink wings. Yep. Um, its name is Susan. Oh yes. <laughs> There's a Denny, <laughs> and um, I'm just naming the ones from Mr. Oz's space bus. There is Proper Chopper. <laughs> there is Captain Bedbeard. He's the guy with the pirate hat, and you're gonna love this. Um, there's a guy with a knight's bucket helmet with a propeller on top, and his mm. name is Flight Knight. <laughs> This is great. Uh, Susan and Flight Knight. <laughs> uh, this is gonna this is this is gonna be a lot of fun, I think. It, like, it is. I'll I'll have to win. I'm I'm loving the character Mr. Oswald, if only because I probably relate to the notion of the middle aged science teacher. Um, wearing a classic space logo blue jumper underneath his his lab coat. Of course, of course. He and drives a bus as well. I think he's a bus driver. Brown shoes. Uh, they they know the demographic. They they one hundred percent know the demographic. And yeah, if you look at the if you look at those like little like dream spawn bad guys there's a there's there's a knight there's a guy in this like a black 
um, classic space helmet. And there's a pirate guy. <laughs> this this is the this this uh this space bus is 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 definitely the nostalgia. Um, it's definitely the nostalgia set. And if you look at the if you look at the space bus's tail, it's a remix of the classic space uh logo and icon, except with a with the dreams hourglass symbol for the planet. How cool is that? That is, it is so cool. And it, I'm just turned off a little by the, what I think, I presume are the stickers on it, but I shouldn't be turned off by stickers because stickers are a valuable, as much an important part of the Lego play experience as any other element. And they're yeah. completely optional. And this is a, you know, again, this is, this, this team is meant for kids. So mm. I feel like stickers are, yeah, you kind of expect stickers. But yes, you're quite right. We've got the knight's helmet. We've got the space helmet. We've got the pirate hat. We've got the uh, cartoony top hat, and the cartoony top hat guy. And they all have weapons. Like he's got a with with a meat cleaver. He's got a cleaver. He's a, he he means business. The, uh, the 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 pirate guy has a pirate sword and a and a and a pistol <laughs> and a flip and... pistol. I think it's important that we note at this point that the black space guy has got black air tanks and a black space helmet, not a motorcycle helmet. There you go. Um, it's such a shame that black torso space heroes, are s- classic space guys, are so hard to find because they just weren't that many produced. Mm. I'm going to put it on coal. It's part of my creation of Ninjago Classic Space. Mm. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I don't know. This this it looks like a lot of fun. Like I feel like if you look at some of Lego's past, you know, original themes, they've they took themselves a bit too seriously. I think. Whereas this one, this one just looks like fun. This one just looks like you know, build something crazy that you know, build a crocodile that is also part of a car yeah um build a shark pirate ship like i i love the fact that the sets all have slightly different voices and so there'll be some people that just like the vehicle mashups there'll be some people who just like the black and crimson there'll be some people that just like the crazy space aspects Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm seeing a pirate ship. I'm seeing space sets. I'm just not seeing the castle. Not yet. Well, I suppose you, you you've, got cast, you've got castle aspects in the um, in in the in sort of the fantastical villains mm-hmm. and the. Just trying to work out if the treehouse is a um castle it kind of is forestman castle close enough um look this is this is just wave one so this this is this is wave one pace yourself folks yep um Um, there'll be there'll be plenty more and as we saw in the so just rewinding slightly to the teasers where we had ninjago characters dreaming mm. looking at the looking at the setup for Lego Dreams where it looks like they're this um 
they're exploring and going into different dream worlds. You can see, you know, different islands in the background where I'm assuming these dreams take place or these adventures take place. You can see some sort of, you know, corruption where some of these islands are being taken over by, like, nightmare imagery. Um, I, I... Because this is a original team, and because we saw that Ninjago connection to tease, um, to tease this team, and you know, give us our very first look, I, I think we will see a lot more crossover between, um, you know, not just Ninjago, but previous teams, historical teams, even this. It's it's a you know, like what you like the connection that you made with time cruises. Um, I feel like they are going to use dreams as a vehicle to revisit old teams maybe mm. i think i think that could be could be right certainly when you look at so one of the things i've been wondering is the nature of canon with lego stories mm. and it's if the underlying story is accessible be it in the form of a comic book that's included in the set as opposed mm. to one that you've got to find in some other location or a TV series that people can easily watch, mm-hmm. um, then it becomes possibly far more important than, say, Time Cruises had a comic that appeared in particularly the World Club magazines, but I've not been able to, I've only ever found them in German and Austrian, but not published in the English magazines from what I've been able to see so far. So I've found quite a few translations of them and it's like every episode time cruises are going to Fright Nights or mm-hmm. Aqua Raiders or Explorians or UFO or Insectoids or um, Dragon Knights, all the different themes that existed through the 90s and even after a fashion that existed even before the Time Cruisers came into being. But, yeah, then we had Max Timebuster, who looks just like Timmy Time Cruiser, um, who then had the different set. But, yeah, it was really, it was, a, it was a vehicle. This theme was designed to traverse all, all themes and, you know, sort of wrap them, tie them all into the one sort of multiverse, as it were. Mm-hmm. And so... I wonder, do you think this sort of thing we might be seeing happen with dreams going forward? I I would hope so. I would hope so. You have 90 years of history and decades of heritage and great ideas that were maybe deployed at the wrong time to revisit. And as we as we've seen with so many Lego sets and so many references to Ice Planet to Bionicle to Exoforce, um, you know, little Easter eggs left by designers. I feel like there's um, there's a lot of love for these these teams of old, um, not just your classic space pirates, castle, big tree, but everything else as well. Um, yeah, Fabuland. Like this would be the perfect place to revisit Fabuland, um, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I, and th- and th- and that's that's the takeaway I get from this um, this series, which is if you can dream it, if you can imagine it, you can make it happen. 
and you know that that's that's the vibe that I'm getting um, from from here. I it will be very interesting to see how well received these sets and the team are because in 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 many ways I th- it feels like Lego are trying to take the best of you know take all the lessons that they've learned from Ninjago from Nexonites from Chima from Hidden Side from you know even like video as well um there's no app but I believe that there'll be some sort of digital component to this down the road not initially which I think yeah. is is wise and the, the the toys and the sets are still the core experience but as we've seen with um lego's obsession with all things digital and apps and games like it's not i i, I don't think it'll be too far-fetched to expect a digital experience or digital um side thing to complement dreams i look i i think so but i think the thing that um, the th- we I mean we've we've seen side apps sort of develop for friends. We've seen them even with elves. We've seen them with Lego City. But they've never been, and even in with Ninjago, but they've never been key. They've never been core to the experience with those themes. The way that an app experience was made sort of almost compulsory for video, mm. central yeah. to video, um, fairly core for hidden side and mm-hmm. and also like, Nexo Knights played with so many different ways to engage people um, digitally, be it, you know, the game itself, collecting the shields um, either for the game or, you know, for for fun um but even going further going back a little bit further we even saw ultra agents using its digital bricks to interact with the agent to unlock story aspects of the story and i'll have to admit perhaps perhaps i'm just cranky and lazy and (laughs) i do like the idea of having the story just handed out to me um, I'm quite happy to read it in a book, but you know, just being able to pick that up and read it is great. But if we can't do that, then if you can hand it to me as as an animated series, then that is also great, and it helps to provide some of those leaping off points for the story itself, or for the for the theme and how the sets sort of relate to the story there. Um, it does feel like we're missing some real-world characters, and I wonder if we might then find some polybags down the track or a minifigure pack of these characters in their non-dreamworld form. Mm-hmm. I'm just making, I'm just spitballing here. See, the theme's barely been, um, barely mm-hmm. been officially announced, and already I'm wondering there are these things that I want that I haven't got. But let's be honest, I just want the old guy in the classic space jumper with a lab coat. We all want this character. I think you'll get plenty of him. Um, yeah. They, yeah. Just get the, uh, just get the space bus. I feel like the space bus is, you know, it's tailor-made for people that love um, and want a new spaceship. Indeed. Yep. Look, um, 
I'm I'm optimistic. I think that this is this looks like a lot of fun, but I have my concerns of how well this team will do and how well it will be received by parents uh, and kids themselves. And I think this is where this is where the strength of the animated series will come into play because if it's a good engaging piece of content and media that will um you know that that will attract kids and help kids form an emotional connection with the characters and the builds and the storyline and the adventures and the settings then the team will do well and you know that 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 was the that was the ninjago secret source of Mm. um, and but look looking back at ninjago ninjago was launched you know 11 10 11 years ago there was a lot less competition back then for content you know we didn't have netflix at the scale of um it is today where you know there are dozens of new kids cartoons and animated pieces of content animated Mm. series movies aimed at kids um now we have three four five different streaming um big companies producing content there's just almost a fire hose of content um you have YouTubers producing content for kids. Um, you have, yeah, people like you know Mr. Beast, who's you know who's who has big fan base of kids as well. So there's 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 no shortage of entertainment options these days, and yeah, I I have I I've concerns about how well this will do based on um, how sticky and how um, yeah how good the series is. But at the mm. same time, I feel like they're also speaking to Ninjago fans who are, you know, in that teenage or, you know, yeah, that 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 slightly older age range who, mm. you know, want to dip into um, a new story-driven team. We can touch briefly on the fact that we've seen that Ninjago Dragons Rising, um, which is sort of the continuation of the Ninjago story, and but a bit different to what we know, um, will be coming up in June as well. Um, we don't really know what the next wave is going to look like there, but I'm sure we'll be finding out at some stage in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um but that's another direction for Ninjago, hmm. con- where where the Ninjago fans will be heading as well. It looks like that's um, shaping up to be a very different direction of story compared to the way that Ninjago storytelling was told previously um, mm-hmm. with some new characters coming in just from what we've seen of the concept art but um, mm-hmm. and um, in some of the teaser trailers, but I'm sure we'll mm. learn more over the next couple of weeks. Yep. Lots to be excited about. So Lego Dreams goes on sale on the 1st of June, 2023. Is that correct? It's actually the 1st of August. Um, so I'll... I think I should be reviewing some, if not all, of the Dreams sets and something that's something I'm looking forward to. 
so yeah watch watch this space because i think that the i think the sets are going to surprise and delight let's just put it that way because they look like a lot of fun fantastic i look forward to seeing and hearing or seeing um how they look i'm looking forward to picking up a few of these in um august Yeah. Do you have a particular set in this range that you're looking forward to, Jay? Uh, the the Z Blob dude and the Nightmare Shark. That just looks crazy. The Nightmare Shark looks truly crazy. Um, I'm not going to lie. The Space Bus does look kind of like Essential Building. Mm-hmm. And um, so does Mrs. Castillo's turtle van. Just They both just strike me as um, fairly compelling sorts of builds. I mean, it's sort of like more exciting episodes and products to follow in August. So, in fact, they're trying to get you in. They're, they're looking to get kids engaged in the series first. Yeah. Bold move. Um. Not going to lie, I'm looking forward to seeing it. All right, Jay. Well, that's probably about time. We've probably um, kept people going for long enough with this, and we'll. That's a lot. I don't think uh, in our in our next episode we should be able to cover more because it's May, and May is traditionally reveal season. So there'll be more where there'll be more sets to discuss in our next episode as we look to the future as we look forward to the second half of 2023 one of the other things we'll be looking at in one of our episodes coming up we've had a few prompts put to us by various listeners and if there's anything that you're particularly keen to um, have us talk about then please feel free to send us a note Mm. and We'll, um, we'll, we'll, I won't say that nothing's off limits, Mm -hmm. but if we don't want to talk about something, we won't. Perfect. All right. Well, folks, until next time, I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick. And I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. And these are the Extra Pieces. You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra Pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.